everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back, or welcome if you are new to the Huga Girls podcast. Maddie on the mic today. Emma is currently in Nashville, Tennessee on her fall break with some of her best friends from college, and so I figured it was the perfect opportunity to do a solo episode for you guys. So if you haven't listened to Emma's solo episode, it was two weeks ago. She did an incredible job, and I kind of like solo episodes sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I miss the banter. I miss having Emma here, obviously, but it's kind of interesting because you get to see our personalities and you get to see what we choose to talk about. So I think it's kind of fun and some good insight into us and I am actually building off of a topic that we talked about last week so I'm super excited but before we jump into that I'm going to answer your ask the girls question which if you guys aren't following us on Instagram it's at Huga girls podcast so that's h-y-g-g-e girls podcast be sure to follow us over there we ask you guys every single week Um, over there on the Instagram to ask us questions. It makes it a little bit more interactive. And then, you know, you get a little shout out on the show if your question is answered. Um, But this week, I couldn't choose between two different questions. Um, One's a little bit more lighthearted and one more ties into today's episode topic. So I'm going to answer both of them because my rationale is that Emma's not here. So the amount of time it would take for two responses to one question is the same as two questions with one response, if that makes sense. Only one of me. Anyways, first question was, do you sleep on your stomach, side, or back? Which, first off, super random. Whoever thought of this question, um, I want to know where your head's at because what inspired you to type that into our text box? Um, But I love it. I'm here for it. I am a side or back sleeper. It kind of varies. Um, But I will say I have mad respect for people who can sleep on their stomach because how do you breathe? I don't don't understand it. I've never understood it. Um, But yeah, there's my like little quick answer to that question. I thought that was a really random one. I am a side and back sleeper and Emma is also. So not that I'm answering for her, but I just did. And the second question which is a little bit more serious, is do you believe in second chances? Which kind of ties in nicely to today's episode because today's episode I'm building off of what Emma and I talked about last week, which is setting boundaries. And I'm actually going to talk to you guys about the different types of boundaries because I didn't realize that there were boundary styles, quote unquote. And I actually took the liberty of taking a boundaries quiz to see what style I was. Um, So I would have a little bit more knowledge to talk to you guys about it. But when it comes to second chances, I am a very black and white person. Emma and I actually talked about this on the show last week. So if you haven't listened to that episode, be sure to tune in. It's called Your Energy Belongs to You. Um, it's I am very proud of the way that the episode turned out. I thought it was a fun one. But we were talking a little bit about second chances. And I am someone who your actions speak louder than words. So I'll give you a second chance. But if you more or less screw me over um, a second time, that's it. And... That's not always the healthiest way to be because people obviously make mistakes and mess up. But I would say that I believe in second chances. I believe that people can change, but I don't think that you should continue putting yourself in a position where you're going to get hurt after people have shown you your true colors. So with that, I kind of want to transition into boundaries 
And I found, actually, I have to give credit where credit is due. My mom found an author. Um, she's a New York Times bestselling author, relationship expert, and therapist. And I am absolutely going to butcher her name, so I apologize on the front end. Um, Nedra Tawab. I will have all of her information listed in the show notes. She was a lot of inspiration for me for this episode. And she posted something on Instagram. And the title of what she was posting was called To Have the Life You Want. And then it listed a bunch of different things. So before we dive into really boundaries, which is what kind of came out of me reading this, I wanted to read you guys what she had on Instagram. So it says, to have the life you want, it's necessary for you to face the conversations that you avoid having with others. To have the life you want, it's necessary for you to be clear about what it is and isn't working for you. And then something I added on to this was and change your actions based on it, which is way easier said than done. To have the life you want, it's necessary for you to lean on others for help. To have the life you want, it's necessary for you to make decisions based on your values. It's necessary for you to work on how you manage your reaction when people disagree with you. To have the life you want, it's necessary for you to get to know yourself. And... I thought that this was a really big one. I really liked everything that she listed because I feel like so often we hop on podcasts and it's like, okay, to have the life you want, you need to make this money. And by making this money, you need to invest this much and save this much. Or you need to have this relationship. Or you need to prioritize your physical health or whatever it may be. And I really liked this because she took the opportunity to say, okay, to have the life you want it is necessary for you to do the hard mental work. That's basically how I read this. For you to get to know yourself, for you to have the conversations that maybe are a little bit easier to avoid with others, for you to set boundaries. And so I will be completely transparent with you guys. Um, really within the past couple of weeks, there have been a lot of shifts in my life in terms of friendships and relationships and everything like that. And when it comes to boundaries, I realized that I, for lack of better words, suck at setting them. I'm terrible with them because I want people to want to be able to spend time with me and I want to spend time with other people. And so there have been a lot of times where people have been like, no, just come out with us or no, just come to this dinner or no, like you should, you should do this. And I'll be like, no, I'm, I'm good. And then I'll back away from it and I'll end up going. And even last episode, I talked to you guys about how one of my friends had a birthday party last Saturday night and I was invited to it and I was really drained. I'd had a really, really, really long week and I knew what was best for me. I even said that to you guys on the podcast was to not go. And I told her, I was like, hey, I'm going to stop by for a little bit. I want to come. I want to celebrate you. But like, I am going to leave a little bit early. Guys, did I end up doing that? No, absolutely not. I went, I stayed the entire time. I went out with them afterwards. The next morning, I was so exhausted. I had to wake up for a run um, about 45 minutes away. I had to wake up early, was tired. I hadn't slept well. I was stressed because my apartment was a mess because I didn't have time to clean it. I didn't have time to relax. So even then, it was way easier for me to say outwardly, even on the podcast, set boundaries and then not do it in my own life. I fully had already told her I'm only going to stay for an hour. She didn't care. And then I was the one who was like, no, you know what? I should. I should. And so that's something that I wanted to talk to you guys about today is kind of expanding off of the boundaries. 
And so I started by taking a boundaries quiz. And again, this is on um, the author's website and therapist's website. I will have all of her information linked in the show notes down below. I definitely want to give credit where credit is due. And so kind of before taking this quiz, I looked at the different types of boundaries, which I didn't realize, but um, theorists such as Salvador Munichkin, which again, sorry, I probably butchered that, who is the founder of structural family therapy, splits boundaries into three different types. So there's rigid boundaries, healthy boundaries, and porous boundaries. So I'm going to read to you guys a little bit about what all of them are. Rigid boundaries are people who keep others at a distance. They often struggle with feelings of loneliness or depression or lack of social connection. And it says that they're likely to avoid intimacy or closeness with others, have few close relationships or friendships. They seem detached. They seem cold. They struggle to open up to people. And they're very private and protected about their personal information. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum is porous boundaries. So people with porous boundaries are too involved and enmeshed with others. They're often highly dependent on other people and struggle with feelings of anxiety and burnout and the need to please others. And these people are likely to struggle to say no to other people's requests or become dependent on the opinions of others. They seek reassurance from others. They accept abuse or neglect. They overshare personal information and They're scared of being rejected if people don't give them what they want. And so the happy medium between these two boundaries is a healthy boundary. It says that people with healthy boundaries are able to set limits in relationships and protect what is important to them. They're likely to know their personal needs and values. They're able to communicate these needs with others. They're able to be assertive and say no to others while valuing their own opinions. They share personal information appropriately. So as opposed to porous and rigid, they overshare and undershare. These people are right in the middle. And they won't accept neglect or neglect or abuse from others. So I took this quiz. And I was fully ready. I was like, I'm going to get healthy boundaries. I know how to say no. I know how to prioritize my own mental health. I'm going to be good. You guys, I came back as porous. <laughs> which honestly kind of makes sense. I would say personally, I agree with some of the things that it says. Um... I definitely do struggle to say no to other people, um, and I do overshare personal information. I'm a nervous talker, so I will share everything and anything going on in my life. Um, And so I think that it's really interesting because taking this quiz made me realize, okay, it's not even other people who aren't allowing me to set these boundaries. It's myself. It's very personal. It's me trying to have human connections in a way that's almost like the quick fix way like it's it's like I don't want to spend the time to build these relationships and so I just dive right into the deep end because I'm like huh well why not and it's something that my mom has actually been telling me since I was very very little she said you dive into relationships so quick and so fast and that's how you get screwed over And I never thought about it having anything to do with boundaries. And so I thought that that was really interesting when taking the quiz. So after taking the quiz, I had eight different things that um, this author and relationship expert and therapist sent out after taking the quiz that I wanted to share with you guys. And these eight different things are ways of kind of setting boundaries. So the first one is to identify areas where you are exhausted, resentful, or angry. So check in with your core values, which goes back to to have the life you want, it's necessary for you to get to know yourself. To have the life you want, it's necessary for you to be clear about what is and isn't working for you. 
and change your actions based on that, which is so much easier said than done because sometimes things that bring you joy and things that make you happy in some aspects of your life can also drain you, can also cause you anxiety. And so going back and checking in with your core values and saying, okay, this is important to me, really getting to know yourself, getting down to the nitty gritty, doing some self-reflection and then saying, okay, these people or these things are not serving me in a way that they need to. I need to move forward in this direction to second thing, define a boundary. So what do you not want to hear, see, or do? I think that that's a really interesting thing because I always think of boundaries as like, oh, saying no to going to dinner with someone or saying no to something else that might physically drain you. But sometimes it's as simple as saying, hey, I don't have the mental capacity to deal with this right now. Not, Don't actually say this to the person, but <laughs> I don't have the mental capacity to deal with this right now, so... I'm going to take a step back when someone starts to overshare with you. It's almost like you need to pull away from it because it's taken me 21 years and I'm still working on it. Y'all, you cannot be other people's therapist. You cannot be the sole provider of people's happiness and you cannot help everyone. You just can't do it. So after you defined your boundary, number three is trust your intuition, which is a big one for me. I am the queen of running away from red flags. Um, I will see them and I'll be like, oh no, they're like pink, pretty, so fun. Um, no, moments of I feel in my gut or something doesn't quite feel right is your intuition. Your intuition is telling you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So trust your gut, you guys. Number four is say no. So don't apologize or give long explanations, which, again, I'm the queen of. I'll say no and I'll be like, because of this or because of that. Sometimes it just needs to be no. You will dilute the power of no if you're giving these long explanations or apologizing or whatever. And the other thing is that often it leads to lying. Don't lie. Lying is just going to increase your guilt and or anxiety. And if you say, oh, no, I actually can't do this because I have this going on. And it's like, um, well, you could, but you're prioritizing yourself over this scenario. And that's completely okay. But you don't have to give an excuse for not doing something or not having the mental capacity to deal with it in the moment. Number five is be assertive, calm, and polite. So pay attention to people's reactions. If someone gets upset about you setting a boundary, it's even more evidence that a boundary was needed. We talked a little bit about this in last week's episode, but other people's reactions to you setting boundaries say way more about them than they do about you. Number six is to define consequences and address boundary violations early. So it's really hard to set a boundary and then when people violate that boundary, let it go on and persist and then six months down the road say, oh, actually this has been bothering me because then it's going to be more of a blow up situation and it's probably not going to be as civil. But if someone sets a boundary or you set a boundary with someone rather and then they violate it in some way, shape or form, it doesn't have to be super confrontational. It can literally just be like, hey, um, yeah, I actually didn't appreciate this in that way or whatever it may be and something so nonchalant chill it's fine I can guarantee you if you wait six months you're going to build up resentment and the other person is going to be like well where is this coming from because you've never said anything before and it's not going to end well 
Number seven is let go of guilt. So your no may empower the other person to take responsibility or to make better choices instead of enabling them to keep doing what they're doing. So you don't need to feel guilty for saying no. Like we said in last week's episode, your energy belongs to you and you alone. You get to choose who you give it to or what you give it to for that matter. And number eight, um, again, I like to say this because we are a podcast and I know that we have listeners who come here and look for advice and we love being an outlet and talking to you. Um, But use support. So if someone is being abusive or crossing boundaries, talk to a therapist, a mentor, a life coach, um, even read a book on setting boundaries, read any sort of self-help book. Um, I say all the time, I feel like I'm not qualified to sit here in front of a microphone and talk to you because I'm truthfully just a 21-year-old, almost 22-year-old college student who's trying to figure out life. And I think that that's what makes this podcast so incredible is that you guys have been able to see Emma and I kind of grow and change and our mentalities change over the past couple of years of us being in college. But at the end of the day, we are not licensed professionals. um, So if you do need the support, use it. Find a therapist, mentor, life coach. Go to a podcast that is hosting doctors or therapists or psychologists um you can definitely use free resources as well so i know that that was kind of just a little bit of a tangent about having the life you want but i feel like again like i was saying so often we look to what we feel like our life should look like and we look at it in terms of um, physical objects in terms of finances in terms of um relationship status whatever it may be but ultimately to have the life you want you have to get to know yourself. And that's what it comes down to. And that's a really challenging task. That's a lot easier said than done because the other thing about ourselves is that we're constantly growing and changing. So just because you knew yourself a year ago doesn't mean you know yourself today. Your reactions are going to change. Your feelings are going to change. Your thoughts, your emotions are going to change. And so each day, actively getting to know yourself is a very, very big part in developing the life that you want. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter. I'm super excited for Emma to be back with me very soon. Um, again, if you're not following us on our Instagram and TikTok, it's at Huga Girls Podcast. That's H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast. Again, all of this information will be in the show notes as well as the boundaries quiz if you're interested in taking that. And with that, stay healthy, stay happy, and stay Huga. I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye, y'all.